Speaking of reliability, a podcast with good friends talking with you about reliability engineering topics. Welcome to Speaking of Reliability. This is really Fred Schenkelberg, not a deep fake. <laughs> this is Kirk Gray, and yes, no artificial intelligence here. <laughs> well, you get careful with that phrase. <laughs> well, it's all the, deal. Yeah, so, you know, just, I think it was yesterday, uh, or no, it was, it was about two weeks ago, uh, I got a, a, a comment from one of our peers saying, hey, I've been playing with ChatGPT, and then you sent me something a couple of days ago and said, hey, this make a good podcast. You did a couple of queries, and, and you, you know, what do you think? And it might make a good podcast episode. This other guy was saying, hey, you know, this is, it, it gave a good, okay answer, but I don't think my job's in, in danger anytime soon. Um. So well, it'll it, get better. I mean, I'm just showing you that it's it's not it's not, you know, they're now Chat GPT four. They're constantly improving on that. So well, there's more training, more you know, background, and they got million. I mean, they, the world is their playbook here. They got tons of stuff they can draw from. The the, and I, I got so many issues with it, but. One of them is, you know, you, you asked a question and you sent me a couple of, you, of the questions and responses is what is the best method for testing uh, the reliability of electronics and electronic systems for latent defects and design flaws? Now you're knowing you, you're looking for halt to be the only answer um, and read your book would have been a perfect answer back to you. And, and eventually it'll get smart enough to know. All right, Kirk. Let's. He does halt all the time, so we'll give him that answer. Well, they included. You would have been happy. You would have thought okay. they were brilliant, right? Right. But you said, "What are the te best methods for testing?" And the first one was designed for testability. Well, that's not a method for testing. That's a design method, You're not a right. testing method. You're so right. They didn't even read your question. They it it picked up a couple of keywords and said, "Oh, these are reasonable stuff in this area." Now, nothing it said was terribly wrong other than not being related to testing of reliability but if you're talking no. about how do i create a electronic system that doesn't have latent defects or design flaws then yeah it's pretty close well maybe maybe you should have phrased phrases because i'm looking at the same thing it may have phrased it should have phrased it these are the things you need to do before you uh consider the actual testing, and that is one of them, designed for testability, designed for reliability. I know, but that's not the question you asked. You said, what is okay. the okay. best method? Which implies that you wanted one answer, right? What is the best method for testing of the reliability? Yeah. And there are b answers that are better than others, but each one got like one sentence, and it basically defined a, a laundry list of different design stuff and, and right. modeling stuff and you're testing right. stuff. Right. You know, so if you're saying, well, what's the best method? Well, prototype testing, stress testing, accelerated testing, halt, and has. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it doesn't, doesn't well, give you any criteria as which one's better. Exactly what but it doesn't. Right. It doesn't include right. when and why any of these would be useful, or what circumstance. And you know, it sh you and I would say right away to a question like that. Well, what's your system? You know, what's the context? Are you making right. one of these, or are you making right. a million of these, and or stuff right. like that? Right. And it's like, so that yeah, I know it's getting better and better, and and, and that's okay. fine. But I'm looking at it going. 
this is little more than Google saying, here's 15 things that might be an answer. We'll throw them all up on the screen at you. You pick. Mm, I'd say there's did a little more than that, but is uh, anything what, there? If not, you, okay. Is anything there new or novel or anything that's not already been no, written about a no, no, hundred thousand no. times? Well, I don't know. I still think Halt is new and novel after 30 years, 25 years. For a lot of people, it's still, well, the actual application of it is, to me, well, yeah, yeah, proper application of it is new and novel because people don't do, they say they do it, and they have a different definition than what it really, to me, is testing the boundaries, testing the limits, texting. Well, yeah, you could yeah. say that about design reviews, too, is people do a design review for the okay. pizza rather than actually doing anything. Brad, if I ask what are the best methods for testing a and, I, and you didn't say best methods. You said the best method. method. Yes, yes. Ask for one. Right. But if you... I were to go to a group of reliability engineers, this is what they would come up with. And, you know, uh, Carl may say FMEA, you know, uh, that's, you know, one of the best methods to prepare and make them a reliable. If I could have, it could have said, I could have asked this question and it would have answered the same way. What are some of the best techniques for developing reliable electronic systems? I think that's the question that got answered. That's what it answered. Okay. So, so here's the first objection is that the answer you get is highly dependent on, on the input, how you phrase the question and what right. specific question okay. you put in. Right. So, right. so are, do we want to get better at asking questions so that we get the answer we expect or or what? I mean, we're, why is it so dependent on this? Why doesn't it immediately come back and say, well, what are the, to me, in order for consultants to get replaced or engineering folks to get replaced in the thinking process is, well, what are the boundaries? And I haven't right. seen an example yet where ChatGPT prompted for the boundaries. And that's critical well, no, to answering right, these kinds right, of right. questions. And that'll be the next stage of chat BT, GBT. It will be to ask you questions to further define the answers you're looking or what you're, what the real problem is and what you're trying to achieve. Those are the next stages of this. And that's what I see. I, you know, I look back at one of the great movies. It was developed in 1969 called 2001 A Space Odyssey. Wonderful movie. And it's really interesting in at the end, you know, and uh, the major part of the story is at the end, not to do any spoilers, but the HAL 9000, which of course is one letter before IBM, the HAL 9000 computer says there's going to be, and of course it's, it's artificial intelligence is dreaming up a way to get rid of humans uh, that are running the ship. So it's artificial intelligence says, this thing is going to fail in uh, approximately 16 hours, our major communication system. And they take the board out, you know, and they bring it, and they show they're probing around on the board, Dave and the two astronauts that are on, on board. And um, they say, you know, we can't find anything wrong. But they didn't ask the HAL 9000, what is your basis for making these estimates, what what parameters have you measured? Is it a a, um, a, de a degradation of the signal quality, uh, or misalignment, or is it yeah, a board exactly. wear out? Or board wear out? Are you getting a high current in something? And you know these things. Um, no, we're never going to accept just the computers flat out. 
And uh, you know, that is not true. That is blatantly not true that we're never going to accept the computers out. But you well, haven't seen a high school kid playing with a calculator. <laughs> you know, they get a number and they fat fingered about four extra digits in it. And they say, what's two plus two? And they type it in real quick and they get 75 and they don't even question it there. It's on the computer. Maybe so. I've You're seen right. it. I, I've seen it. it and You're it's right. engineers do it too. They say, and says, wait a second. That's out. For example, somebody was doing a reliability estimate for or, <laughs> for something. They got an MTBF of what? No, no, no. They it was a time to failure of negative three months. Negative, okay. a negative <laughs> three months. Negative three. They said months. it takes them a month to make these things. So you're saying it failed before we even got the raw materials <laughs> together, and and that wasn't a legal case. It was a, a legal deposition. I was being asked about, and he yeah. says, "Well, what's wrong with that?" And the lawyer was just completely ignorant of, of reliability statistics completely. Right. And yeah. so, well, what's wrong with that? And he says, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. it, failed. it failed before you even got it out. <laughs> it, before, it failed before you assembled the raw materials to build it. Exactly. Now, now there are, she wasn't smart enough to pick this up, and I bet you GPT isn't either, is that there are latent defects in raw materials that will eventually cause a failure. So the initial defect was well before the product was put together. So that could technically be a negative failure rate or negative failure time. But anyway, the GPT part at first pass, when I looked at it was one, it didn't answer your question. Two, it didn't ask for boundary conditions or condition, you know, circumstances or situation um, to do it. And three, these 10 answers are little more than definitions of, of maybe uh, 200 different people saying these are things that we would recommend on all the various ways it got trained. So there's, yeah. there wasn't, while it wasn't technically wrong in right. any realms, but it wasn't also technically useful or helpful. It, it didn't move them any closer to what's the best method, right? It said, well, here's 10. And it's like a shotgun response. And I also saw that with this other response, you know, the examples I've seen in the reliability world is more in the maintenance side. And it was like, this is actually pretty generic fluff. That's a rehash or resummary of lots of generic advice that's out on the net. And I'm like, where's the actual intelligence part, artificial or not, other than it's, it can sift a lot of data and right. spin it into a sentence. Um, I'm not impressed. Well, I don't think it's going to come up with new answers that we've never thought of before. It's it's really, you're right. It's drawing from the internet and drawing from everything it can find on the internet to say this is what you do for reliability. It didn't, yeah. ans- didn't necessarily answer my question specifically. Then I asked it another question, and I don't know if you read that. I have an electronic circuit board with intermittent failure. How do I best troubleshoot to find out where the failure mechanism is? I loved its answers. Intermittent failures can be challenging to diagnose. I think both of us have written that at one Really? Point but with systematic approach, you can increase your chance of finding it. Oh, yeah. Here's some, some, here are now, some Now, this one steps. actually made a lot of more sense. This okay. one actually said, you know, okay. start with the non-destructive and move your way through it. And right. Get Visual more, more, inspection. Yeah. And get more Check more, for temperature-related issues. <laughs> check the power supply. Make sure it's plugged Reseek in. connectors and components. Test the power supply use an oscilloscope. Test components individually. Check mechanical stress. Oh, no, Use no, no. Free it, speed. So are this they, one's actually... All these are very good. That, no, it's it's actually not bad at all. I agree. Yeah. All right? Yeah. But it's it's one of these things of... 
which brings up the second major issue, and I saw this in an article article okay. just the other day, is that as soon as we collectively adopt chat and AI type generated answers and algorithms and responses to, you know, how do I do this intermittent thing? And I, I get this. Right. Um, where's, who's going to start doing anything new? Who's going to write anything new? If GPT is the only one writing my blog articles, right? Uh, where's the original thought? Where's the, the, who's going to train GPT 10 years from now if everything that's on being published to the net is GPT generated? And isn't this a, a, a vicious cycle well, where it's training itself and where's that going to go? And is it, it going to get any better? Or is why, where's the role for actual thinking? And, and couple that with the idea that if I got it from the computer, it must be right. And, and these, did you see the announcement from Google for their uh, chat GPT lookalike, the uh, no. BARD system? Yeah. It even got reviewed in All Wall Street. All of them going to have being... Bard, well, I well mean, Bing's got yeah. one, but Bard just rolled theirs out, and and they have a great big disclaimer on, right on it saying, "This is just work in progress. We know the right. answers are going to be inaccurate or wrong. Right. Right. It's not our fault. It's just right. we're working on it." Um, LinkedIn, which is connected with Bing and Microsoft, is rolling out a program where they ask me prompts and they want me to fill in the blanks on their articles, which were GPT uh, generated. It's like, I, I'm right. not in the business of training your computer. Come on, go away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's like, nah, never mind. Don't bother me. But I think that the two problems of one is that too many people, and I don't know exact numbers, but I've seen it over and over again. Well, Excel gave me this answer. Well, that answer makes absolute no sense whatsoever. How can you trust that? Well, it came out of the computer to, to summarize what I've seen in a number of cases. And then, Couple that with I'm getting responses that are a average, the MTBF of the Internet's responses on your particular question. Yes, it's brilliant that it can read the question and give you an answer that's relevant to that question. And in human, you know, just you wrote it just a general sentence, not a crafted query. And you get an answer that's reasonable. And your second one is actually reasonable all the way through. It makes sense. Yeah, but we realize that as soon as somebody comes up with a better way to do intermittent challenges, right? I didn't see halt on this answer, you know, which would have been a great thing well, to do. They you're alluded right. to it, but use they didn't. it does use stress. Yeah, but it didn't say you need to elicit the failure mechanism or think through what the possible failure mechanisms are, which you and I would probably start with. But the it's not that it's a race of which is the better answer. It's the when you and I look at a problem, we use our experience and the experience right. of all these other folks and then narrow it down real quick to right. get towards an answer. Whereas this thing is summarizing the grand average of responses that it thinks are the search results and it rephrases it into a, a paragraph. And I'm like, I don't think regression to the mean is a meaningful advancement. I think regressing to the answer or to a, a path forward makes much more sense rather than to the grand average of its training. I guess I see this as, a, you know, another building block. It's just like when we 
you know, all learned mm. multiplication tables. We had to do it manually and, uh, you know, uh, integrals and, and we well, kind of had to get do... me started on that. That's well, the... okay. So, but we, we trusted, uh, the calculations computers come up with, but I just see as this is, uh, for like a new engineer, a new person to reliability and wanting to know I've got an intermittent, uh, uh, function, this would be at least a, no, not, not absolute. Oh, and a good start. I agree. It's a good start. And it certainly at some point, the chat GPT, the artificial intelligence will start asking questions. What do you, you know, where is, where is, how, how often does this occur? Uh, what conditions have you observed this? Is it on all circuit boards? Is it, you know, mm -hmm. just, there's just things that we would ask. Sure. And and I'm all for innovation. I, I think that and, and this one leans towards using check for mechanical search, generally flex the board or tap the components. All those could happen if you looked at halt, you know, that would be one of the things that would be stimulated with the same mechanisms, free spray or heat gun. All these are excellent guides to a new engineer that's never really maybe read our books or listen to our seminars or yeah. whatever. And, um, it, it's all, you know, at the end it says, remember patience and persistence are key when troubleshooting intermittent issues. It may take time to identify the cause, but a systematic approach can help you uncover the problem and resolve it. Mm -hmm. I agree with it. I mean, it's, it's not everything. It's not an absolute and it's going to improve over time. Just like all of our computer programs and all of our functioning, and I've used it for other things like writing a poem or uh, making jokes. And I think, unfortunately, it's not great at it, but it's very good at it. And it will be very much better. And it's just like all of our things that we learn, we no longer have to go back to the very, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, fundamentals of it to to. Uh, extend our knowledge. We, in fact, don't need to go back and, and reinvent the wheel or, or keep repeating that. We need to, this gives us a guide and a place to jump off from and try new things. It doesn't ask about, you know, running combined environments or it doesn't suggest running a combined environment or voltage margining or other things that might be something we find out on this circuit that we're trying to troubleshoot would be the, the most beneficial approach or, you know, that they, this chat GPT has not experience with your system. So it's not going to know exactly, but I think that in the future we will see it get much better and I'm not afraid of it. I don't worry about it. I think that the school uh, colleges and everybody has to be worried about essays. And well, yeah, it can write very good stuff. Apparently now there's a, a counter GPT app out there that detects when it's been uh, computer generated versus not. Um, so I don't know how that works. <laughs> I, uh, so I just did a, I did a quick Google search. How do you uh, uh, diagnose uh, intermittent failures on an electronic circuit board? And, it said inspects the solder joints, the identification, and it's a worse answer than what you had. 
Um, yeah. Okay. So I'd have to go through maybe a dozen of these links to find and cobble together a good answer. So I can agree with you that there's, it's pulling together information, but the part where it's, you know, you know, what's the ultimate answer? That might be a question to ask GPT. And if they don't get the idea that this is a, a quote from a very famous, one of my favorite books, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, yeah. they would not come up with 42, which is the ultimate answer. Um, <laughs> well, I'd say Fred and all of us listeners out there, this is amazing. Go look at it. Go go sign on to chat GGP or you know, if you want Bard, whatever, but I like to go back to the original search engine chat GDP, which are all these, they're all making APIs to interface to all the chat GDP. That's yeah. by the, you, you buy the application uh, API to uh, connect to this, this engine. So I, I'd say, you know, I've asked it about, uh, I can ask it about anything, but you could ask it about cheese. Okay. Or something, you know, you could just play with it. It doesn't cost anything. It's right there on your desktop. And it comes up with some pretty amazing things. And and you be might be a little bit impressed. It's not there yet, just like any new technology. It's not complete. It's going, but it's it's building. It's one of the building blocks that we'll see go to a further uh, intelligence of of the computers and it it may not have the creativity that a human does or to put combined hopefully not will still be creative but i think it can also do a lot of fundamental stuff that uh, we don't need to repeat and reinvent the wheel it, it can tell us a lot of the things that have already been done and are effective yeah I, my objection still don't be afraid i'm not afraid right. i am the regression to the mean is generally not a good idea for society. And two is the, um, the just trusting it. Is, no, but the mean may be more than a lot of people have. So getting up to that mean and accepting what has been generally accepted, although I don't, you know, it, it might use even prediction as a, uh, uh, industry accepted standard methodology. And I just would, you know, throw up my hands and say, no way you can't do that and most problems are a uh, special cause so don't even try this you know but anyway it, it will I, you know in fact i'd ask i might ask it go in there and ask it is mtbf a good measure of reliability geez i hope it just sends you go see it no mtbf <laughs> that'd be the answer it I'd may do that it, it may it, access it, that it may. you know i'm it, sure it will it's it was, all up well, there. It's all free to do. You just well, I've signed up for a twenty dollar a month for Chat GPT four, the most advanced one, just to see what it'd come up with. I don't know how long I'll have that, but for for the Chat GPT three point five, it's all free. Uh, it's very busy. How about we so, do this? Yeah, why don't we say uh, if you've got a if you're listening to this and you haven't played with it yet, send your questions to to Kirk, and we'll come back and talk about some of the answers we got on the future show. You know, give Kirk <laughs> yeah. some prompts of what you're thinking yeah. about, and then you can on the newest, latest, greatest one, uh, reliability and maintenance related, of course. Right, um, right. You know, but it's it's one of those things that is it going to go the way of non fungible tokens and in it's going to evolve and get better. So we have more vivid colors of a photo of a famous piece of work that you can buy. Uh, or are you going to, is it going to get integrated into lots of different activities and stuff? And I'm sure there's a, a killer application that's yet to be created 
um, that will change my mind. But it's one of those things that, I, one, I don't trust my computer for anything. So if I'm doing something important, <laughs> like a model of a reliability calculation, and it's all on a computer, I make sure it's right by multiple methods before I say, yeah, that's the answer. Um, but anyway, we could, I could, I'm not going to convince you. You're not going to convince me at this point, but I, I'm curious <laughs> how it evolves. I am. Uh, and where it becomes, Oh, that makes sense. I got to use that. Yeah. But it, at this point, I don't see it. Okay. I don't see it. It's not complete yet, Fred, but I'm well, just saying it's a building block. It it's, is. It is. It's something, it's the early, Early, uh, early adopters play to early. Yeah. It's just a very early stages and it just came back. I mean, they just put it out in the last few months or whatever. So, uh, you know, it's in itself will, it could just like, uh, any, uh, our, our CAD systems, our computers have enabled better technology, faster designs, uh, layouts, analysis, all of that. I can't necessarily double check all the calculations that a computer has for a complex circuit board, but Spice, you know, the circuit simulator Mm -hmm. has been around for a long time. And I, you kind of have to, I don't know if you don't trust it and you look at all the equations for each component that it has, uh, calculated and what model does it use? Well, it's one of those, it's garbage in, garbage out. And here we're not in charge of the garbage in. It's pulling from all the collected garbage across its training platform or its training scenarios. Well, I don't see here any bad advice. No, I, no, I don't no, see no. anything. It's like, it didn't say, well, first of all, go to your uh, mill handbook 217 and calculate yeah. your reliability. Here's the number uh, for the customer service. Just return the thing. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, exactly. let's wrap it up because okay. I think it's, it's something to keep track of and, and uh, help Kirk play with it some more. Go uh, for it. Send him a question. And you can do that through uh, ascendoreliability.com slash go slash S O R, or you can contact Kirk or, or I or anybody on the, on the show. Uh, through LinkedIn or through our about pages on Ascendo. So send him that killer question that you've always wondered about. That's, <laughs> that we'll see if we, what kind of response first, you get. First, ask GTP and then ask me what I would think, and and see how my answer compares with Chat GTP. And when you guys start aligning, then I know the world has ended. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, thanks, Kirk. We'll see what we got. Not some be respect. afraid of technology progress. Yeah, no, it's. It, I'm, it's coming whether you like it or not. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I'm sitting here on a laptop in my studio talking to you in Denver. So, you know, right. I don't have a Thank string goodness. long enough to make that work. Let's hear it for the engineers that invented all this. That's right. All right. Well, thanks much, Kirk. Have fun with it, your new toy there. And, and okay. uh, let me know how it goes. All right. Thanks, Fred. Talk to you later. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Speaking of Reliability. We invite you to join the conversation if you have a question or a topic that you think we should discuss in a future show. Please let us know. You can find a comment box below the episode show notes or just leave a note as part of a review on iTunes.